Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Horses that race in New Zealand, he knows. When they have their first start in Australia, he tells us. What oil the trainers use in their cars, who knows. Knight Exports at gmail.com. Garrick R. Knight on Twitter. Garrick, how are you? I'm pretty bloody good, Valvoline man. Um, just to stay back in the office after a cheeky wee southern getaway. Went down to the Kaikoura meeting, which I'm sure many Australians will be aware. Um, yeah. Very picturesque, once a year sort of location. And, um, you know, we've had a bloody weekend camping with a group of us and set up a gazebo inside the track. Lots of good racing. And um, home today, better say a few hangovers over the weekend. But um, here we go. New Zealand Cup week is upon us. And uh, the field just been drawn um, a matter of an hour ago and um, given us plenty to talk about. Is Kaikoura staying and camping for a few nights, mate? Is that a annual pilgrimage? For me, first time. Never done that before. Um, but it's one of those ones, you know, everyone sort of says it's on the bucket list. And look, uh, the racing Sunday, Monday, it's only, it was always Monday, the big day, once a year. And then they added a Sunday, maybe, I don't know, eight or nine years ago, maybe less. And it was initially just a sort of a six-race trotters-only card, um, but it sort of just morphed into sort of the six-race undercard, I suppose, and this year they had the Junior Drivers' Championship finals there. Um, but everyone, so that's Sunday, Monday, but everyone was there Saturday, well, you know, camper vans and tents set up and partying away and everything else, and it's bloody brilliant, you know. There's a town just, just up the road if you want to go up to a cafe or a pub or whatever else, or... If you've uh, got your supply sorted, like most people do, uh, I tell you, it's some bloody impressive setup. There's a few expert uh, travellers, I can tell you, and must be uh, going around on some of these circuits 24/7, I reckon. Um, but yeah, no weather graced us. It was, but there wasn't one last year because of COVID. The meeting yeah. was run at Addington, so it's been two years. So everyone was keen to get back, and uh, yeah, the, the cup, main cup, uh, Kanga upset Akuta um, and, and a few others, and catapulted himself into cup contention. It was, uh, yeah, very interesting. I saw quite a few Australians here as well, actually. Um, so obviously they'd seen it on TV in the past and thought, shit, I've got to do that. I'll be there next time. And they were. Yeah, uh, Paul Campbell's over there. He's putting all this content up on social media. I'm nearly going to have to block him only because I'm so envious and jealous of the bloke, to be honest. He does. I d- he must be a sharp operator, old Paul, because no. he seems to get a few um, junkets around town. Now, I see he's down at Addington this morning for the, yeah. the All-Stars private workouts and that. Um, yeah, no, he knows what side his bread's butted on, that's for sure and certain. No, he's a very clever man. He's 
in school terms, they wouldn't say he's that smart, but he's a very clever man. Don't you worry about that. He's got very good street <laughs> smarts and life smarts. I'll give him that. He's and and he is a great bloke too. So I do have a bit of fun with him uh, on and off air. And uh, now uh, oh, I'm going to have to do it. Come over the New Zealand Cup. It's just a matter of which year and. That uh, the camping three nights at Kaikoura is right up my alley. I'm just, uh, I just don't think I'll be doing any live crosses at any stage through those three days, if you know what I mean. No, look, uh, the cell phone reception—it's not horrible, but it's patchy. So you probably—that's probably the excuse you'd be using. But yeah, you wouldn't <laughs> after, a, especially on Monday. I mean, the race is starting at midday, and the first brew was popped about I don't know ten thirty, and. So by the time the race 10 comes around about 6 o'clock, um, you know, after a few white boat footers and crayfish and whatever else is floating around, um, mm. yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a wild scene. It's a bit like some of the stuff I've sort of seen at uh, the Gallops in Sydney and Melbourne the last few weeks, actually. Yeah, um, yeah it was a real party atmosphere. Now, we, we, we better do what we're here to do, but there's not a lot to do in a sense. There's none in Victoria uh, first uppers from New Zealand, which... It's kind of strange because with Breeders' Crown right on our doorstep and uh, races like the Vic Bread coming, which, well, obviously most New Zealand horses aren't eligible for, but I sort of thought there'd be a bit of an influx at the moment, but there's not. But we can get a couple away. Race two, number two at Albion Park Thursday night is Mossdale Mac, who's a last start winner and goes in on 55-270. Looks a pretty good chance. What is a pretty strong race. Yeah, look, I'm sort of nobody now. If I'm telling you about one out of state, um, that's with good reason, and it's yeah, a really, really yeah. good horse. Yeah. It's, it's it's a really good horse. It's it's very versatile. Um, its form is patchy over its career. I don't know whether it's had a few issues with, shall we say, trying or not. I'm not certain. But look, its its best performances are really good. Like last start, um, when it won, it was it was exceptional. It worked hard. And it just destroyed them, and it, it's its times are great. It's got gate speed; it can do work. It's, it comes from last, um, you know. It's very versatile. That's the key. So Shane Graham, uh, Mick Boots. Um, I don't know if they've had any together yet. Might be the first one for them. I'm not sure, but it's definitely going to be a good flag bearer for that partnership. I can be sure of that for certain. Prawn two. Shelby inside's got some gate speed, but I guarantee he'll be happy to take a trail. So I say, whatever the odds go up, take them. Um, really? I know the, the HRA, HRA field sort of had taken care of business as, as the favourite, um, but I'm telling you now, Moscow makes him, he's a good horse. Uh, you know, and he brings Addington form on Friday nights, which is, I would go as far to say the best form, it stacks up anywhere in, in Australasia. So, yep, from the draw, very, very hard to beat. Targaryen's in the race, drawn seven, and it beat Mostale Mac by 17 metres in a trial. Mostale Mac started from five. Targaryen started from seven in the trial. I've seen some of these Queensland trials before. and Oh, he's going to pot them. I mean, they were in the 152-mile rate. Um, I don't know. If I'm a trainer with a horse first up from New Zealand, I don't think I want it going the 152-mile rate necessarily. Um, you know, before his first race. So I haven't seen the video, but I, I'd hazard a guess and say Shane didn't knock it round in lieu of this race coming up. So look, I'll let the on, what I know about the on-track on performances do the talking at this yep. stage, and I'll back my judgment. Love it, mate. We've got one for everyone to follow at uh, Albion Park tomorrow, race two. 
Number two, Mostale Mac and Penrith. It's another race two tomorrow. Penrith, race two, number seven. We might just sneak a peek at this horse. Yeah. Interesting one, this. Um, she's very one-dimensional. She's a follower. But that draw probably suits her at that track. I don't. I obviously don't know the gate speed of the one in front of the Aphrodite. If it gets out and sneak a peek, that means she settles handy. She's going to be very hard to beat. Um, doing work, um, blasting off the gate, that kind of thing, that's not her go in life. If she gets a smother, um, doesn't matter what the tempo is, she can get into the race late. You know, she's going to run 156 last mile or even a 55 half on, on her best day on the right track. So, um, but yeah, just needs to track into it and things to go away. Mm. So, the draw would be her best friend or her worst nightmare. Either way, uh, especially at Penrith, you don't want to be getting, you know, four or five back the markers there. So, just got to hope the one in front holds up. But I just she strikes me as a mere when Blake Fitzpatrick eventually gets her to Menangle. Um, she's going to be one of those ones that's going to going to relish the tempo that generally um, happens in the racing there. So. Watch her this week, maybe just if you get right odds, which I doubt you will. I see that she's listed as 250, so probably a bit short given the, the variables of the draw, but definitely one to put under our hats going forward, I think. Yeah, the pole horse, at the last six times the pole horse has drawn gate one, the closest it's settled is three defence. It's been three or four back defence yeah. in its last six to- attempts from gate one. So it could be an unlucky runner sneak a peek, and from what you've said, goes to a Menangle, we get a little bit of value, and that's when we jump on. That's what we do it. Tuesday, Wednesday in two or three weeks, maybe yeah. goes out double figures. Bingo, bango, that pays for its Christmas presents. Sounds good, mate. Now, no others to chat about, but there is a race next Tuesday, the New Zealand Cup, and I actually saw a really good article by Mick Gurren what more do we want in this race? There's four mines coming from everywhere. We've got an Australian. We've got a Cooter in the race. We've got Mark Purden in the race. What else do we want? Yeah. Um, look, there's no champion in this race. There's yeah. no Adormi, no Lazarus per se. But I would equally say at the same time, it's the best and most even field I can remember in who knows how long, maybe more than a decade. Um, there's, there's six or seven legitimate chances and I, I mean honestly in the last five, six, seven years realistically you could only say there's been two, maybe three legitimate, maybe four legitimate chances but even eight chances eight horses in this race next week you could say I could see a scenario especially now with the draws out where it could win so it's going to be really intriguing it's going to be a lot of money turned over on the race you know I, I haven't seen the post draw odds um, I think Old Town, sorry, um, Rock and Roll Do and Copy That were around about equal fours before the draw. Copy That's probably got the better of the draws there, drawing eight. It might seem some weird saying a wide draw is a good draw, but those for me with the two mile stand at Addington, I don't know what it is, but the starter seems very generous to the outside horses, always there. They seem to get a bit of a walk up on the ones on the inside, which are often left flat footed. So, the horses drawn seven, eight, nine, ten. Pem- Pembroke Playboy copy that Old Town Road can go. Not actually the worst place to be for them. I haven't even seen the draw, mate. I didn't know the field was out. They did a function, live function, Facebook live stream about half past twelve. So, um, for time. those who haven't seen it, Rock and Roll do drew, drew thirteen, Ooh. which was 
with the emergencies coming out would mean set two on the second row. Okay. Majestic Cruiser drew two. So, in theory, if he if he steps and runs, it's a great draw. But as I said, it's, it's, a, it's a curly one, the Addington two-mile start. I don't know why. You go back and watch them every year. They seem to, the ones outside seem to get the running start. But that, that front, inside front line's congested. Self-assured at one, Majestic Cruiser at two, and Acuta at three. Ooh. Krug at four, Spankham five. So five five very nice horses there. Um, yeah, the, the the real loser out of that, I suppose, is BD Joe. I mean, he his, he's really gone to another level this spring, and the highlight of his racing is his standing start manners. He's he's been able to put himself in the, in the lead every time and just proved too good, but he's drawn 15. He's out the back. Um, there's only one horse drawn outside him that isn't on the unruly. So he's going to be up against it. His best asset's been taken away from him. Certainly not out of it, though, but I think the price the bookies had him pre-draw was a $6 third favourite. I had a guess. Might might drift out to eight or even nines after that. Might have to get the great uh, Peter Lamb on, mate. HRV starter and Inter-Dominion winning trainer. Well, I'll be careful what I say here, but look, <laughs> Uh, the old saying, be careful what you wish for, springs to mind because uh, Mr. Lamb, for whatever reason, um, seemed to become in the eye of a lot of drivers and punters over here for mixed starts um, from time to time. He was, a, he was a steward as well, not just a starter. Yep. And um, I think he's now based in Victoria. And, he is. He's and they're man. all screaming for change. They've, they've, got a, they've got a replacement here now, uh, Ricky Donnelly, and um, I'm still hearing complaints. So yeah. I don't know whether being a starter is just a poison chalice. You can't, you're just always going to have someone upset at something you do, I suppose, or not. Correct. But, um, yeah, that yeah. might be the way. Maybe we'll just do the, the Victorian style and just not have standing starts and these things won't be a problem. Can of worms being opened up. Garrick, we won't go down that. We've only got 20 seconds to go, mate. Thank you so much. We'll chat next week, uh, potentially, because uh, it'll be on the short backup from a big New Zealand Cup day. Good on you, Garrick. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Bye. There's Garrick Knight. Let's get to a break before the top of the hour. This could be a classic hour of Trot's life history coming up in the second hour with Brian Healy.